it's got to do with what I'm going to talk about uh, about today. But uh, first of all, I s- I'm so grateful to be do this again because um, what I mean is the same aspects. Is that it's been almost one year been serving as a preaching, but we've been more busy on the on the worship. But for me, to standing up here, I'm so grateful for. There's um, God to do with my journey, and God just revealed that to me when Shannon asked me if I preach again. And um, and it's um, when Paul's like mentioned that this is the last Sunday of January. When Shannon asked me to preach again, I could think about first thing is coming to my head is the foundation, and the foundation to me is like I've been understanding this like talk about building a house. It's like make sure it's solid on the. F- the floor so the whole house can be solid and stuff like that but January to me when um, when I got, I got asked to talk is like the foundation of the year every time we finish the old year January is just kind of like oh yeah this is the beginning and we need to be kind of uh, solid before we having the journey for the year but yeah but before before I, I keep talking I'm I mean going to my message I'm so I'm so grateful to God like uh, give me this opportunity to standing up here. And and Shannon, when Shannon asked me to preach, I was like, okay, w- what am I going to talk about? Because when I come to this year, Bex mentioned something last week, that last year for us is a bit heavy. And every year we got, we got its own trouble, every year. But last year is a bit different in our journey. When I'm looking forward to coming for this year, I already have plan. I already Look at last year. Okay, we're gonna change this today. We're gonna move. On. This is what I got. This is what I was thinking about. And then when Shannon asked me if I could preach again, I was like, for me, it's just like another heavy stuff. Like you know, I don't know. I don't. Like you know, I just wanna be this year. I already got plans sorted from last year. So I'm looking forward for this year to going in the way that I think. But little did I know when I start when I open the Bible, try to thing about have time with God to see what I'm going to talk about. And then the first thing that God just like showed to me, it's not about me just coming here and standing and share his word. It's for myself. I was disconnected last year and I didn't have time with him. And he proved to me like, like um, for me looking forward for this year is all about what I think. In Proverbs 3 verse 5, he said like, trust the Lord with all your heart, not with your own understanding. And that's what I was planning. It was without God. I just want to change. Look at last year, change everything. And then I prepare myself with my wife. Like, oh yeah, this is where we're going to go. We did that bad. We do it good this year. But we, without God. Again, God just, when Shannon's like asked me to preach, he says, I'm speaking to you before you go and speak it out there. And this is what he told me to do. Like, And I just like to share it with, with us because I believe in this month for, for the church and for myself, it's important. It's like a foundation for whatever goal you set yourself in the rest of the year. And I like to share that, and I hope it's encouraging. Encourage with you guys. Last time, I, yeah, it was the same. <laughs> but, okay. I have to say I apologize. I'll say sorry. I mean, like, my English is not I'm being trying to, I'll slow down, and I hope you guys understand, but it's good, because this is God's house, the Holy Spirit, if I miss something, or you don't understand something, forgive me, I hope that God will 
interpret it right to you guys. And, and of course, you see, like, thanks for James. Like this morning, like this is how I don't understand English sometimes. I, I wear something if you guys don't see, like, I, and James, thank you that you pray for me this morning that I wear something. You say, I hate morning people. And it's like, and then I was look, and I just look at my wife, but then God said, like, it's got nothing to do with that, you know. But yeah, just forgive me if I did say something is that you, your understanding is be uh, offended. I don't care. But, <laughs> Anyway, uh, it's like, <laughs> like when when uh, when Shannon asks me to preaching and I have time with God, I want to start with this is this this is, for me is funny, because when I went to work, I have a Bible. I always leave it at work, like for when I'm there, I just open some time. Or sometimes I got hard time at work, I just go and spend time with the God. And at at morning tea, like on the first week that Shannon asked me to to preach, I went straight there and just opened the Bible in the morning tea. And I see straight away to James, and I look at James 1.19. Can you put this is is bring this I'm not this is got nothing or got nothing to do. It is not what I'm talking about, but I think it's funny when Shannon asks me to preach. When I look at James 19, I got home and I said to my wife, Man, I think this is what God wants me to talk about. It's James 119 and say, like, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to, to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Me and my wife, we have a memory away about three, four years ago when we come in together as couples to sort out our marriage. I bring this scripture to Bex because I'm still, Bex understanding all the things because she went to Bible college, but for me, I'm still trying to having my relationship with God. And I said to my wife, I, I think this scripture is good for us. And then my wife's like, okay, what is that? And I was like, yeah, look, it say like quick to quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. I used to have a, a, a anger problem in our marriage, and my wife, she didn't say it like bad. She said so nice to me. She's like, "See, babe, you need to be slow to anger." I was so offended, <laughs> and so I lost. I missed the point. I was so offended, and I said, "How can you miss the first two things? It's quick to listen and slow to speak. You go straight to, like you know." And I feel offended. And I feel like I'm being charged. And, I'm still, and then I look at her, and I just say to her the second thing, instead I miss the first thing. I said, like, what about you? You need to slow running your mouth. And then she was like, like okay, okay. <laughs> so we put the Bible, our Bible thing was put on the side, and we're having a moment. And some of our friends know when we have a moment, I'll speak about it before. It's, that's when we close everything so the neighbors don't listen to anything, and then we're like <laughs> facing each other and going off at each other. But, <laughs> but I said to her, like, do you remember this, this time? And then... Yeah, we're just giggling and, and enjoy. But this is, hey, I love marriage. Marriage to me is the best team thing that I've ever been in. I used to play rugby, and there's 15 b-boys in there, and play soccer with Eddie. It's 11. But marriage is only two. I so got it wrong. I thought, like, less team is be easier. But, <laughs> but I say, God, God, when God is in it, because marriage is God to make it, and then when God is in the marriages, I enjoy. I enjoy my, the whole journey that I have with my wife. And so if you were married a couple of times, up and down, it's okay. It's all good. And then I, and I said to my wife, another thing that I find out is funny when I prepare this message is on James. I don't know what's up with James. James, not, the, no, not you, James. <laughs> uh, James 1, 20, 23 and 24. I read this to my wife, and I have a lot of questions, and she doesn't like to answer me there. 
And I said to her, like, look, look at this thing. See, anyone who listens to the word but does not do what he say, it's like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after look at himself, goes away and immediately forget what he's looked like. I said to my wife, do you see anything wrong with this scripture? And then Beck, Beck said to me, like, I know, well, what was that? And I said to her, like, look at it. It says on the, on the 23, anyone who listens to the word does not look, but does not do what he say. Like, it's like uh, someone who look at his, oh, after, after all, I say to Bex, in, in the, the words that I, that I read, it says it's like a man, like a man look at a mirror. And I said to my wife, I think like God is just all going after man, something wrong with man. And then, and then, and then like, but why? Like, you know, and I say, I, I know the, in the Bible, sometimes it's say man, but it's for men and women. But I, I think this thing is funny because I said to Bex, look, the Bible says anyone, Listen to the word, but does not do it. It's like a man. You know, there's a difference when a man go to the mirror and a woman go to the mirror. Because like, and I said to her, look, I think God is right. Because when men go to the mirror, when we turn away, we forget what we look at. But when women go to the mirror, first of all, stay there for two hours. And then, <laughs> but, and my wife, my wife just look at me like, you better get yourself right, man. <laughs> No, but this too, it was so, I was so funny. You can go and study it. I don't know. I still don't know. I think God, whatever God talk about, God knows what he's talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but anyway, let's, let's start at the message that I was supposed to start. <laughs> and when I, have, when I have my time with God, really have a time with God to, to see what God wants me to speak about, it's all got to do with this year journey because I really asked God to help me after when I realized to, to don't use my understanding and have done with him. And this is two things that he, that he kind of showed me that I have to face this year. And then the first thing is, is challenges. For me, like, I don't know about you guys. Do you guys like challenge? For me, it's not too bad. Challenge says to me, like, you still play rugby, like, you know, you like to do challenges in many different ways. But um, I say, yes, I can take that, God. I look forward for that, too, because I know it, it will grow me if he's strong and stuff. But then God, and then I asked him, well, like, what kind of what type of challenge that I'm going to face this year? And then he told me, there's two things. First of all, there's two things that I love the most from my past journey with him. And then he said, like, first is people, and the second thing is him himself. And I look like, What? Like, you know, oh, yeah, how, how can be this thing challenged if I love this thing too much? Th I thought this was the right thing to do. He told me to love people, and, it, and he told me to love yourself. I mean, God himself. But he said, yes, but the way that I do it, and this is why I told him it's important for me. He told me, it's important for you. You still need to know how to love people. I told you to love people, but you still need to know how to love people. Because sometimes if you do it wrong, you end up can lose a friend, lose a family, if you don't know how to love them, or lose people that are close to you and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, it's not too bad. And then he's like, but I will tell you later. And but there's another, there's another thing that you need, like with me, and it's like, what about you? How can you be the challenge? I always, like, you know, you are the main thing in my, my chain in the last couple of years. You know, and then God said like, the thing is why you're gonna be challenged because you're having a behavior is called stubborn. And then, <coughs> And the second thing is like, I think I know it all. And, and then the, the last thing is for me is like, it's disobedient. 
And this is my challenge that I will face. And he reminded me, this is the thing that you need to work on because when there will be time in this year, I will, I will be, you agree with me to be your guidance, your leader, but you need to sort out, don't be stubborn and you need to be obeyed to me. And don't think you know everything, know everything. And I was like, <laughs> okay, all of that is so true. Like, you know, but, and then, and then another thing is after challenging and then say, this the another thing that, you, that you're going to face this year is, um, I hate that thing. I don't know. It's discipline. Discipline to me, like I said to my wife, I've been growing up in my whole life in the island. And this, in the island, there's the main thing when we're growing up is discipline. Like, so, so really strict. And then um, about 80, 80%, I'll be honest, 80%, I don't even like discipline at all. But 20%, a little bit. So this means like, I just don't, <laughs> I don't like, don't like discipline. But, but I know in Hebrew, in Hebrew 12.6, I think both. This is a, like, you know, because the Lord disciplined the one he loved. I understand, like, you know, we, I think we know that God disciplined us because he loved us. You know, in many different ways, like, you know, this, and, and he did say it on a, on a proverb, proverb 3, I think 11 and 12. Yeah, my son do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke. And only because he loves us. But sometimes, like, you know, most of the time, I, when I was growing up, no understanding, I, I only just understand this called part of it. Most of my being a discipline, I have to realize, like, I understand it from my father. And I want to share a bit of a way back when I was growing up. I got disciplined. Two people that I know been disciplined me when I was growing up. It's my two father, it's my heavenly father, and my father's father is here. And when I was growing up as a kid, like I kind of uh, always feel and knowing the type of discipline from my heavenly father, I always feel love from my mom. It's a different mother and father. And then every time I make a mistake, my mom always pick me up and take me to the, to the house and she say to me like, you know my son, don't do this again. You might be end up in jail or you're going to hate yourself and stuff like that. But my dad, when I did something wrong, oh man, I, I, I feel like, you know, discipline for love. I feel this love coming from everywhere. It's coming from my left and my right. And, and, it, <laughs> like, it's, and, and I'll be honest, this is the first time I said to my wife last night, this is the first time I remember this. First time that I know that for, in, in Tonga, we, we, we call it 42. And my wife just said to me last night, no, it's not 42. It's 4.2. The, the type of uh, wood or the widow is 4.2? Yeah. Uh, oh, 4 by 2. 4.2. Well, so this is the, the I never forget it because I don't know anything, but I never, I, I remember 42 or 4 by 2. Because when I, when I make a mistake, and I was only, only 8 and 9 years old. But this on my dad, this is how he disciplined me. Like, you know, making a mistake, it just beat the hell out of me. And, well, we use of it. I'm not saying, like, you know, we're growing up in this, we kind of think it's normal, but now I can see that, and I try to help my, my people, like, you know, to make the best. But, um, but I, like, you know, I got disciplined with these two things when I was growing up, and I always see the love of God from my mom, and with my dad, I, I can, now I can look back and say, this is a different type of love. 
Like, you know, because my dad is amazing as, as a father, what he did to us. And I believe he's a big part of why I'm here, because of what my dad did. And then there's one thing I think is funny, and I want to share, and encourage, hopefully, for bearings. There's a, in Proverbs, Proverbs 22, verse 6, I think. Yeah, Proverbs, start, start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. I want to say a bit, thing that'd be funny when I was, was got disciplined when I was a kid. Me and my sister, when we were about like four, four or five, you know, the kids, they're having a fight. I used, every time I, I'm the only boy in our, in our family, and we got, I got three sisters. And every time I'm angry, then I just punch them. I, I punch them, and they cry. And then my dad, as soon as, as, soon as my sister cried, my dad's come, and then my sister say, oh, yeah, he punched me. And then so I got a hiding. And this is my dad to say to me, like, never, ever punch a girl. And I was like, yeah. Well, the, the next day, I did the same. When I, all the way through the whole week, and then I go months. But it's get to a point that my sister, my sister, know that I will get a hiding if she go, if if she cry or go. And my granddad, my granddad, I think he's gonna be way back than my dad. So he, I expect he'll be more hated if he saw me do this. And then so my granddad was around the house. And me and my sister were, were, were having a conversation. I just, I'm mocking her. I didn't touch her, but I'm mocking her with something. She cried, and then she told my granddad that I punched her. And I caught a man hiding from it, and my granddad said the same thing that my dad, don't touch, don't, you can't hit the woman, a girl. And I'll be honest with you, like, I, I, last, I think last year or year before, I went to Promise Skipper. There's a, and this man speak about that verse, and that's the first time I hear that. And then I went home and I said to Bex, Man, I think the Bible is right. Because when me and, <laughs> when, when me and Bex, when me and Bex, like, um, in, our, in our marriage, like, my anchor, it was, I, I will destroy the house. I will do, but I never touch it. I think uh, I want to encourage parents. It, I'm not saying to hit your kids. Um, there's no I'm saying. But so the kids, what they should do, however way they get it when they're young, it will stuck on them. And I was so grateful. And I think my granddad and, and my father for, you know, I look, I look at it, it's worth it. It's worth it for them, just however they discipline me to, not, to don't hit a woman. And I think, and I think the Lord, I think it's God, <laughs> somehow we get into them. But, but I think for me, what is funny for me about discipline, like when I, when I grow now in God and I understand the way God disciplined me now for this, what he's talking about for this journey, he's showing on a big, um, say it last week a little bit on uh, John 15 verse 2, I think. Well, yeah, or description when God said like, he cut off every branch in me that bear no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit. He prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. I look at the scripture and say, like, it looks like it doesn't matter if I good or bad, God is still got me. <laughs> like, you know, so it's no excuse. Like, you know, you can't say, okay, like, you know, you only discipline when it's bad. Even it's good, God is still do it. Like, so you have to accept it no matter what. And I remember, like, uh, I remember I said to you, like, last year, um, I was at work. Was it last year? Year before. Year before I was at work, and then Bex gave me a call and, and said to me, like, oh, baby, like, sounds excited. 
I, I think um, I got a scholarship for you to go to Bible college. My response was angry. I was like, what? Like, you know, for me, I was like, I was so comfortable where I'm at. And I said to her, like, look, we're in the ministry. Like, we got, like, we were living in the valley in a house this where we started. And it's, it's been three years then. And God has been blessing us to this point. And I feel like what, when she told me, oh, it's a scholarship. I, I don't even talk about going to Bible college. I'm, we're not even meant. It's just the school just ring here and tell her they offer me to go to Bible college. But for me, I don't look at it in anything good about it. Because I was so comfortable where we at. But what I, when I read the thing, this I believe when God cuts a branch that is no good, it's obviously. We can see bad. We can see bad and we, we don't like bad. I mean, I hope so. There you go. We don't like bad stuff in our life. It's so easy for us to, okay, God, take it off. But when God's pruning us when we already bear fruit, this is the hard part. And this is where I was. Like, and I don't see anything. I see this is, this is good, God. And you're the one who brings us here. Why, why do I have to go to Bible college? But like what he said, you already bear fruit, but he prunes you even more. You know, and, and for me, like, you know, how God is, God is loving me anyway. He's got more opportunity and so did I with God. But I just want to encourage you because discipline is not, you know, even when you are okay, don't think that God will still come and prune you to be better, better than, than yourself. And where am I? And then the last thing that, oh, that God remind me to talk about this in this message is one thing is called make up your mind. I know, same as me, I don't like make up my mind. But I, I find this thing, I say to my wife, like, I don't know. And God want me to talk about make up your mind, but I look at my wife, it's just, I just laugh because we have a few funny memories, just me and her. We went to Nelson and I, I said, to, I said to, to Bex, like, man, you know about make up your mind, make up your mind stuff? I think, like, it's just for the women. <laughs> <laughs> No, make up our mind, like for me, God just told me, it's really important. Especially when you head toward this year or if you make any goal, if you want to do this in the future, in the next couple of months, if you don't make up your mind now, for like, you know, I don't think so, you get there. And in here, Revelation, oh, sorry. Revelation 3, 15 and 16. This God said, I know your deeds, that you are neither cold or not hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So, because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. It seems like to me that God really hate when you not even make up your mind. Eh? <laughs> but, but for me, like, it's really challenged myself in the in the. Especially me and my wife, you know. Why are you laughing, Taylor? <laughs> like me and my wife, like I've been challenged to make up, my make up your mind. And I, I think to myself, I said to my wife, I would imagine how God feels or what he's looking at us when we don't make up our mind. Because for me, like I said to my wife, I remember when we went to Nelson. We went to Nelson and just for a ride. And, and my wife, we're in, we're in this shop. 
And then we're walking around, and she called Quip a few stuff and put it in her hand. And then walking around, we just, me and my cousin was just standing there looking at her. She just keep going around, around. And then, okay. Yeah, she, I know she likes she look good. And she will, you know, after half an hour, she's not even getting any of it. She just put it and she's like, oh, let's go. And she turned around and said to us, like, oh, because we hurry. So she doesn't want to buy, she doesn't want to come with her. It's like, okay, I just avoid the argument because we're in the middle of the mall. So we, we just go. And then we have lunch. We have lunch. We order our lunch. And she said to me, babe, I think I'm going to go get the dog. <laughs> and I said, like, just go. Go and get the dog. And she went. So me and my cousin were sitting and the food is get there. We wait. We will just wait for it. And she woke up, not even get in. She, no, she's not coming with anything. And I, I think to myself, like, I think that's how I feel. I kind of having a little bit of how God might be feel when us human, like, we don't even make up our mind. And, and I believe this, I believe, like, um, myself, to, in that scripture, if we are hot in God, we are all right. And it's obviously. But the thing, I believe that we struggle while we're in the middle because when it's coming to the other side, I believe we are, might be because we fear to make a choice. We don't want to go there because if it's gone wrong, oh, who's going to help us or how I'm going to get back if I, but I believe God's, the reason why God like doesn't really care if you go hot or go, because even if you're in the dark, he's strong enough to go right where you are and pick you up from there. But the problem is because, like, all of those other things that the devil like making us feel like, I just don't want to go there. If I don't go to the good, then I'll just stay here. Because even I know that I might be, it's like taking a risk. If I go there, even I might be going stuff up and stuff. God doesn't care if you stuff up. He just wanted to make a choice. You are go there or go there. Don't stay here. You are end up going nowhere. And it's, and it's like make me understand what goes we're having a goal this year. Okay, we want to we wanna get, get there with this and that and that. But this is the thing that God wants. You just got to make up your mind and don't worry if you make a mistake or go. If you go good, then you keep going. But if you go bad, I hope you just look for me, not looking for your friend or anything else. But, but I believe this is why it's, um, it's important for us. We're heading this year for whatever your goal and your plan it is. Don't be scared to make up your mind if you end up making a mistake. It's all good. This is why we believe in this God, because he can handle anything. And uh, what's my time for? What time do I have to finish, bro? <laughs> nah. So, uh, <laughs> and I want to just share with you guys uh, a little bit of this uh, testimony about myself. Like, um, Hopefully, it's encouraging, like for, for making up your mind if you are just to be in the wrong side of it. Me and me and uh, Bex, a lot of you guys might be our, our story, what we've been through. But when we came here in 2015, I said to Alistair, like, man, I think my relationship with God it was started here because the part of the reason why we moved South Island to restore our marriage. And I said to Alistair, I think I thank God for the last five years, like last. Uh, yeah, like from 2015 to now, I thank God because he's been helping me then. But when I think about this message of making up your mind and, and stuff, I remember, can you guys come up? The band, sorry, Claire, I stopped before that. But when I, when I think, when I really think about like, 
when me and Pixar separated, like God was already there with me. And I was and I said to Bex, I like and it was two years. The two years it was two years that me and Bex were separated. But I only count my the time that I have a relationship with God when we're moving down here. They got like working for both of us to be together. But then I said to Bex, I remember that I did make up my mind on the day when I told you that I'm gonna have a child or having an affair. And Bex said to me, like, oh really? I said, Yes, I did. Because it was God who told me to tell you that. But and then and Bex like, oh, okay. And I said, yeah, so I did make up my mind while I was in the middle of my darkness. Like, so I was, and the reason why I talk about this, I want to encourage you, like, don't scare to make a choice, even if you're going wrong, how far you are to think, as long as you still know who you are talking to. And, and for me, I did tell Bex, I'm going to have a baby and do this and then that. Bex was going through all this, all, all the brokenness. But for me, listen to God. I was just like, okay, God, I am, I, I am going to tell her. But in my mind, I thought, like, okay, I'll tell her and we're going to be okay. Because I'm telling the truth. And then I said that. Bex told me, like, oh, I watch her, everything, what she's going through. And even she tell me she's going to go. And for me, like, turn around and angry at God. You were the one who told me to do this. But then, and then God said, like, don't worry. This is what I'm going to do. Tell her to go for five months. And I was like, five months? For me, I look at five months, this is gone forever. I just did the biggest mistake of my life. And then, and then Bex was like, Bex is not even part of these things. But all of these conversations that I have with God, I just remember that even now. And i only thinking that God only with me in 2015 when Bex came in the physical chance to work out this marriage. But God was already restored us way back even when we were separated. And then I said, to, and when God sent me to go for five months, and I, was, I, I, look, I look at God like, I can't even handle for five months. Like, I can't even five minutes. And then, and then, and then God's like, no. So I did. But the thing is, I, op- I obedient in those time in the darkness. The sad thing is for me, it's easy for me to obedient when I'm in the dark, but when I'm with God, it's, I start to disobedient. It's not make sense. But God will, as long as God understands it. But so when, so when it's that five months, so I told Bex to go, and then Bex gone, and I, I thought after that five months, we're going to be okay, but at the start of the two years later, and then the whole the journey, I prom- when Bex left for that, that two years, I promised God, I make up my mind there fully, by myself, and I say, God, like you give me my wife, if this is you, if this is what you want to give me my wife, all of these things that you told me, I will follow you no matter what. And for some reason, I don't know what God did on the other side. And she come back out of nowhere. And it was happening like I think back said, like we're supposed to divorce on that day. But that's the beginning of our restoration on the day that we're supposed to divorce. But for me, like make up your mind is so important like you know and you have to have to fully trust who and i hopefully it's god and i'll just tell you god is last year i was been away i was a bit disconnected but i was i believe myself this year 
It's called this. It remind me like of every other thing that has always been there for me and and our journey. The Lord is my shepherd. And I, I just want I just want to encourage you guys with this moment. Like I believe I don't do this, and I'm so nervous. Like and I said to Bex, like if God want me to do this, I do this. And I believe is might be just some some people here. That you need, if you don't make up your mind before, or you, like me, been having a four or five years with God, but now I just got told I still need to make up my mind. I just, I just want you guys to know whatever you're calling and think for this year, God, Jesus, God, not got everything that we need. And it, I remember if you if you go on a on a journey. You're going to need these few things, like in the normal thing as a human being. You need water, you need bread, or need, need food, or you need air and light. And all these things, Jesus said he got it. And in John 6, 35, and he said like, I'm the, or, and Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever come to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me, will never be thirsty. John 8, 12. And Jesus spoke again to the people. He said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follow me will never walk in the darkness, but will have the light of the life. I have all these things since I come back. I have this understanding of knowing no matter, and I will encourage you, if you are by yourself, married, old, young, but I want to encourage you, like, you know, this Jesus, this Jesus that I know been helping me coming this far, he will do the same for you. And he said he got everything. We don't even, we don't need to go out to the world. And it's the thing is that it's concerned me the most about this time. When, when the media is all talking about like, oh, don't get me wrong. Shannon's meant this thing when he was preaching about heaven on earth. The media right now is going crazy. And we are the people, I believe, we are the people that, and it's good about the end days. But I said to my wife, like, yes, I know. It's, it feels like it's easy for me to just, I can say, like, accept Jesus to my heart. And he, because he's the way, no one goes through to the Father but through, through him. So I can just do that. But I'm still live. And he said this on John 10. Then he came to give me life and live life to abundantly. I don't, I said to her, I believe, I'd rather live the life I'm, while I'm still alive. And I believe myself, like, I have Jesus, and I want us to live this life. And I'm just so, I so worry about, like, there's some of my friends and our people, they saw, saw these things, and they're so uh, going, going away, and so panic, so worry. Jesus wants us to relax. I believe. Jesus wants us to relax. Don't be panic. Take me as your, as your, your king and your, and your guardians, and live the life that why I came here for. And then you're going to enjoy it later when you go to heaven but I believe I want to encourage you guys like you know don't be so make up your mind and I hope that you guys make up your mind toward Jesus and and he got everything that you need don't worry about like don't worry too much we don't need to be worried but I just want I just want us to can we just keep singing this song and then if you join me fast and join me fast and we just finish and that's, that's, that's me